right, guys. Thanks, man. It's an absolute pleasure. And thank you for taking the time to speak with me, of course. First things first, I just want to check in on you. How's the day been going so far? Had a good day? Yeah, it's not too bad. Sunshine and cat. Can't complain, really. Yeah, fairly standard. Just just rocked in after the traffic, so yeah. <laughs> well, the last thing you need to be doing is wasting your time with me, so I'll try not to keep you too <laughs> no, long. No, no, we don't mind at all. <laughs> no, well, of course, it's an important time as well for you guys. But before we get to that, I want to sort of reflect on the last four months. We are four months, one third of the way through 2023. Uh, do you think it's been an overall fruitful year for Veiled in general? Of course, we have the EP, but just in general, do you think you've really been able to use the last four months well? Yeah, I'd say so. It's just been building to to the EP, um, getting everything ready for it. The you know mixing the mastering, all of that lot. Obviously, a lot of it was done late last year as well. But yeah, just getting everything everything else. So, so like we filmed. When did we film the music video? Start of the year. Start of year. year. Yeah, yeah. filmed that start of the year. Then you know just getting everything else ready. Doing yeah, it's a lot. Been of, busy. <laughs> yeah, a lot of production rehearsals for the uh, for the show that we just did on Saturday as well. That was. That was mental, yeah. Yeah, was it mental, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah it sold out show, obviously. Everybody were, uh, the crowd were vibing. Oh, it seemed so anyway. So, and obviously sold a few shirts, so. <laughs> Can't <laughs> argue. <laughs> yeah, I've seen a few, I've seen a few pictures. It looked, uh, it looked intense. Yeah, it was mad. Couldn't have asked for a better, like, first headline show. It was amazing as well that he had been kept so busy as you've been building to the release of the EP. Ultimately, uh, that's what we want to hear, that you have been kept incredibly busy. This, But it's a long build. It was a long process to get to release. feels nowadays that it's even longer. Have you been enjoying the ride? Has it been fun for you to kind of work towards the strip feeding content and kind of just exposing yourself? I mean, it's been a bit of a roller coaster. I'm not, you know, I can't lie. Uh, obviously, I mean, you get that in any band sort of thing. Um but yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, if you don't enjoy it, what are you doing it for, really? Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's difficult. Obviously, you got to understand. Obviously, you know, we're working full time jobs apart from this, so like, you know, it, it's essentially a side thing. But because of where we get into and you know how it keeps growing the way it does, it's not a side thing. So we're having to put the same amount of hours, if not more, into this. Um, so obviously, you know, free time kind of gets pushed to the side a bit with it all. But um, yeah, obviously, you know, with gigs like Saturday and obviously how the EP is going, you know, it, it makes it all worth it, really. Yeah, definitely. Of course, it's been, as of the time recording, five days since the release of the EP, The Black Right. It's barely any time at all and certainly not enough time to take a proper look at the feedback. But from what you've seen so far, it's clearly, from my perspective, made one hell of an impression. But from your perspective, what's the feed like been for you? Um, yeah, it's been, it's been great so far. Um, the reviews that are coming in are all mostly positive, as far as I could see. Um, like it's just mad, like having you know having that that kind of feedback come back to us. Um, it's not something we've really had before. Um, you know, you know, being so independent previously, and uh, you know, not really delving into the whole marketing PR kind of kind of side of things, all the professional sort of level of it, should you say. Um, but yeah, having the team around us that we've got now, it's 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 a completely different ballgame. Um yeah, seeing it all come through. The the reaction that we got from Saturday as well was was insane. Like everyone no one was expecting what happened really. Um just 
longtime friends and other people in the industry and bands that came down to see us as well they were they were all gobsmacked by you know so how things have been going with the ep with the with the gig with with everything yeah it's just been great that level of success is more than deserved and uh, I hope it continues as we work away through 2023. But I want you to take me back to the early day, early point of the Black Rite, particularly an initial vision. Did you have a clear idea of what you wanted this EP to be? Um, in a yeah, sense. Yeah, in a sense, it's kind of, it moulds itself. Um, we know that you, a lot of what we do is very cinematic, be that visually or musically. Um mm. Whilst, whilst we're writing, we always have something visual in mind. We always imagine the songs as if they're going to have a music video. So we, we imagine them visually or what we would like visually behind them or oh. to try and convey a feeling or emotion. Um, and then it kind of evolved from there. So like just seeing which tracks fit together that we had from the demos, which ones told sort of a story between them. And yeah, it kind of evolved from there. We've always had like an overarching theme, but it really feels like we've started to bring that all to all together uh, with the, uh, with the Black Rye. Yeah. Was there a lot of cutting and chopping? Did a lot of things, a lot of songs, a lot of um, sections just end up on the cutting room floor as you tried to fit them around what uh, you were picturing in your head? To be honest, that kind of happened while we were writing them. Um, Cause we, we did it a bit sort of um, new sort of like with um because uh, I got I got really involved with this sort of thing, um, uh, other than you know guitars and stuff, and obviously Rob took a more of a um, obviously you know not saying that he didn't write or anything, uh, but obviously you know he's really his strong point is sort of production, putting everything together, sort of you know putting the jigsaw together, um, whereas I'm sort of more going into the role of bringing the pieces. Um, but um yeah so it'd be just a case that sort of we'd have a piece we'd show each other sort of thing um and then he'd be like right you know we need to chop this you know we'll come in with a different section and stuff so it wasn't really you know we'd have full songs and we we're like you know we like this bit sort of thing it you know it kind of just happened naturally for, for some reason while writing them which uh obviously luckily for us we didn't have to go through them all afterwards and chop sections out and stuff we didn't like yeah, thankfully. I mean, we had we well, we have still have it's it's in there in the riff the riff bank, um, like something stupid like forty, fifty other tracks, like little bits of tracks, little full tracks, other stuff from previous projects, from previous bands, all all stuff that we've written both together ourselves in the past, and like we've been through that, and oh, we're starting to delve into it just now for the uh, for for what's coming next as well. Mm. So it's yeah. But thankfully, like Sam said, with with this EP, it all just really came together. We we had songs that just we kind of just ended up writing yeah, them just, for the EP yeah. rather than selecting songs that we already had. That we we ended up just writing new ones and then bringing new ones to the table. So that that was pretty nice. With that in mind, then considering you took that approach, how much of what was going on around you? internally within the group or externally just the wider world influenced the direction you were taking the music in on the cp <laughs> well i mean you know i mean the general uh the general sort of consensus of it is obviously you know depression obviously you know battling that so obviously you know we're all you know every, everybody's fighting it at the end of the day and uh so i think that's kind of the main influence obviously you know we're like obviously like I say obviously you know we're working full-time job we're doing this obviously yeah. it does does weigh you down so that kind of adds to it all sort of thing so but on the on the flip side obviously you know you get 
you get an EP from it. So. <laughs> yeah, it'd be hard to say that those kinds of things didn't influence us. We don't write necessarily directly about that, but of course it, it does have an influence on, you know, what we're writing, how dark the music is. Like, you know, if we're feeling really shit one day or what have you, then of course the music that we're writing is going to be a reflection of that. It's, um, but in terms of like the wider world, it's, you know, it's not really a message of, you know, like COVID or politics or anything yeah, like that. It's just a, yeah. I mean, it's more personal, yeah, I think, rather I mean, than rather than looking at the uh, outside world. You know, where you know bands are going to politics or whatever. It's it's more of a you know, I like to think it's sort of a personal thing. You know, obviously, obviously, mental health and stuff affects everybody differently. Um, so everybody can take from from the EP what what you know in the way that they will. Um, but yeah, it's kind yeah. of our little outlet that, that we. Uh... Yeah, it's a bit oh, yeah. personal sort of thing. So hopefully, you know, if it connects to somebody on a personal level rather than it being politics and, you know, it's just like, oh, I kind of feel like that way, you know, hopefully it'll kind of get to them a bit on that level more. Yeah, if um, one person takes something from it, as you say, uh, connect to it and uh, help them during that, a dark period, then that is literally the best thing ever. Yeah, definitely. I mean, what's cool about Black Right, I think, as well, is that it's more than just a refinement of who Veiled are. It is wonderful for that but i think it also works fantastically as an introduction to you for those that who may be discovering you for the first time now was this an aspect that you were conscious of when you were building the ep um i'd i'd say so not necessarily something that we went about to 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 sort of write in in an aspect of like to to write for that but what came out did did end up being a very good representation of us as musicians and the band as a whole. Um, just what we're wanting to put out, what we're wanting to to get across to people. I mean, obviously, like the you know, obviously we keep that running theme. We've got kind of the the imagery um, that we portray and everything. So I think obviously, you know, there is that aspect of you know, we do want obviously when new people like tune in our hair as or you know watch us videos for the first time. We do you know we do like them to see that sort of consecutiveness yeah um from that and obviously hopefully that kind of draws in so there is that aspect of it but when we go in and writing and stuff like it's it's more like say obviously you know when it's connecting with somebody it's more of a personal thing to us really um rather than sort of thinking about other people really while we're writing you know like at the end of the day um like you know if we're writing for other people probably half of these songs wouldn't be uh wouldn't be out sort of thing yeah definitely they're of course a little um unorthodox at times i mean one of them's got an elevator section. So like, who thought, <laughs> thought about putting that in? Like, it's, yeah, if we were writing for other people, that definitely wouldn't have ended up in there. It's, uh, but yeah, it's just is, it, it is what it is as of such. It, <laughs> whatever comes out, comes out with us. And, uh, and then we kind of see what ends up on the cutting room floor it later on. Together. Yeah, yeah I, I do. I do think it is just a great uh, way for hopefully more people to find out about you, you know, bigger profile, obviously sign on the label and then pushing you and more people are going to hear it. And if this is the first experience of you, the five tracks of this EP, it's a kick ass way to, to to learn about you. Yeah, no, thank you. I appreciate that. No, no worries. What was one of the more challenging aspects of working on the EP for you? It, whatever phase, be it the writing, recording, producing, mastering, whatever phase you want. Anything that was particularly challenging for you? Um, thankfully, like, um, well, like we've said, the, the writing phase was fairly cohesive. Um, we managed to all kind of fit into our own 
little niches uh, a little more. Like Sam said, um, I took more of a producer role. Um, Sam, like, stepping up on the writing. So everything kind of seemed to flow when it comes to writing and, and that sort of stuff. But then I'd say the sort of more challenging times is just having, like, the label behind us and that, that mm. an extra team around us. Not not necessarily like the label's challenging, but it's just a different different ballpark and something that we weren't, weren't you know expecting or used to not not necessarily expecting but it's um yeah just a, a lot more avenues to go down and people to please and go through and it's like getting nice. a new job in it is please yeah. it's wanting to please people more it was, so it's just pressure you know uh, yeah like having to you know redo music videos and that sort of stuff and make sure that everything's not up to just our standards but you know the the label standards or you know our entire team standards as well just it's it's not necessarily as of such telling us what to do but more so pushing us to be the best that we can be and it's yeah it's really nice having that having that external opinion there just to say look you could do better it's good pressure yeah definitely you need that okay you think they help bring out the best in you yeah, I'd oh, say 100%, so. yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's not like they've come back to us and like tried to change any of the music or anything like that. They've just been overall positive about everything. But they definitely, if they, if there was something bad, they would tell us. They would let mm. us know. It's nice, like I say, nice to have that. That's like, amazing. People you can go to. Oh, that's amazing. I've never heard it quite put that way. That's so cool. Um, then what about an aspect that was particularly fun? Sticking with the same sort of processes something that you enjoyed the most or perhaps learned something new about yourselves as a group? I mean, for me personally, with this one, I've been recently sort of learning piano just before, Ooh. basically anyway, uh, just before this. So like a lot of the piano stuff, like obviously came out from me just sort of playing around and learning. Um, so obviously like figuring out how to do all that stuff um, was challenging, uh, but like, obviously, you know, I love it. Um, Very rewarding. Yeah. Yeah. It's really yeah. Cool like um so obviously all that sort of stuff you know we've gone more into a a lot more into the orchestral side of stuff as well so you know learning the different sort of violins and trumpets and all this sort of stuff and how things work um and when you know what kind of sounds you're going to get like that's you know it's interesting like you know looking into all that stuff sort of thing or it's nerdy whichever one you want to look at (laughs) i mean personally it's uh I've, i've really enjoyed the the conceptual idea behind everything um it's it's been really nice having an idea behind us to keep us grounded and keep us focused on sort of what what we're wanting to do um because we know visually what we want to do as um you know you can see from his music videos and that or what will be coming out in the future as well like uh, expanding upon that that kind of visual style and from that we're adding in a lot more sound design cinematic elements and just being able to play around with like samples of knives and like yeah. samples of like women, piano women screaming and pian- piano creaking footsteps that sort of stuff it's all stuff that we've never experimented with before because obviously a normal normal band is just you know your guitar drums bass mm. and then make some synth and go but yeah adding in all the the creepy elements and like even easter eggs and stuff that we've we've all added in to to the um to the album like there's like at one point we've used like the uh the the goggle sound effect from splinter cell like that's just done before we, before we <laughs> that. i snuck in um the the thermal detonator from uh from star wars um from django fett the uh 
the proton bomb, whatever it's called, that one. Uh, snuck that in there. Just being able to add these things in, like not not like anyone's ever going to notice them, but it's just it all adds to the it's music. Fun for yeah, us. It's fun for anyway, us. Yeah. yeah, it sounds good, and we notice it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, when someone does sort of get their ears pricked up and goes, wait, did I just hear that? Is that what I thought it was? And then contacts you about it, you can at least celebrate that someone would have heard it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Of course, as I already said, the EP features five tracks and they are each individually a giant on their own. However, I want to focus on one individual effort in particular. And I'm talking about Relinquished. Not only because it is an immense track, and I do urge people to check that one out if they've only got time for one, but it features the impressive talents of Kyle Lamb of The Incredible She Must Burn. How did that collaboration come about? Um, so Kyle's a great guy. He's uh, fantastic. Um, well, Dan, uh, Danny, our manager, um, he also manages She Must Burn. Um, and he was just, do you, want to, do you want to see if I can get him on? And I was like, well, really? Um, okay. Yeah, that's, we've got very fair. similar in the way sounds. I yeah. Guess, no. So previously, uh, our sound was a little less orchestral, of course. Um, and then over the course of the Black Rite is where we've really delved into that sound. So thankfully now the two of our band sounds are, you know, on, on par as of such um, in terms of like the, the elements. Gel. Yeah, we're able to gel. Um, obviously, there's a lot more black metal than ours and as uh, of course, but um, yeah, Danny just reached out to Kyle and was like, "Would you, would you want to do a feature?" He travelled up from wherever he's living, Kettering, I think it was at the time. Mm. Uh, up from there, um, came and screamed, screamed his heart out in my little vocal booth that I've got, and uh, <laughs> yeah, it was it was absolutely fantastic. And then, uh, of course, I never knew at the time because I used to be a real big fan of uh, a Trust Unclean back in the day, um, and then he was just here. And then he was just like, oh, yeah, well, I'm in the trust, I'm clean. I'm like, what? Excuse me? He's just sat on my basement floor, like, eating pizza next to my dog. And I'm like, excuse me? Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, do you, want, do you want to take the seat over there, mate? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's incredible. A wonderful, wonderful story. No doubt, though, like, there was no question. When it was first suggested to you, you were like, yep, 100%. Regardless, we don't know what it'll be like. We don't know how it will turn out, but it's 100%. We're game for it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think we knew exactly what did we. I mean, I don't think we knew what song exactly when we first got told, did we? No, not really. Um, we we just knew we wanted a feature somewhere just to just to add to the EP, bring a little bit of a different sound, that sort of thing. And of course, it's always great for marketing. <laughs> the uh... um, I got too much left for you though, but we'll go with this one. What's um for you now at the moment? Then getting the name of Veiled out there, we have the EP. Word is spreading. Got the backing of the label, but of course, there's still a big challenge with spreading the name out and about. For you, what's the biggest challenge you face in doing that? And how do you plan to overcome it? Um, challenges so far, I'd say the main thing is just finding our our voice as of such, like online and just in general. Um, we're not very talkative people as a, as a whole. We're not very social media, should I say. Um, okay. We're not the, uh, we're not the hey, come check us out, that kind of, <laughs> kind of, kind of stuff. So yeah. we just wanted to find a way to get people to interact with us and have a visual identity um so that when people see us they know it's us of course so that's been the most for me anyway the most challenging part of of the ep but i think we've uh, we've really started to, to nail down on that with the whole uh, the whole costumes makeup and you know masks and everything that we've got going on right now with the, with the uh, the discovering video that we've just brought out so that's yeah that's that's the way that we're we're definitely wanting to go it's just yeah, finding finding the right 
and the right footsteps for yeah, that. Yeah, I think it's difficult as well. Obviously, like you got like obviously nowadays as well. You know, people. You know, when you're looking through Facebook or Instagram and stuff, like you know, you may you may like listen to something quickly, but how many times do people just you know just scroll past or whatever? You know, I think mm. think getting people to sort of stay. Um, you know, either you know check out other songs and stuff can be an it can be an issue. Um, but you know how like well how ADHD people can be nowadays. Like yeah. You know, you'll just scroll and scroll like you won't like look at things. Like you may like it or what, uh, you know, like it personally and stuff. But, you know, like I, I know I, I'm quite bad with, uh, you know, interacting, you know, like liking stuff that, uh, you know, that I like the sound of or on, you know, Facebook or whatever. Um, so, you know, I, I can't judge other people for it. Yeah. Like, um, but I'm trying. Yeah, it's the whole standing out from the crowd. That's the the hard part, especially in today's, today's you know, social media um, landscape. Like, like I said, we're not very TikTok or Instagram or post a day kind of kind of thing. Like on our personals, anyway, we try to maintain that on the uh, on the band page and what have you. But it's yeah, that's that's been the main challenge because we're we're just not we're not into well, well, it's it's not something that comes naturally to us. So it's finding the content to post and making it and like having everything being up to standard that we want it to be because like we don't just want to post a random random video off our phone or something like that we want it to all be in theme with what we're doing and you know our our visual style and what have you so it's you know all all day one day making content and then another day practicing writing and it just it consumes you it... <laughs> oh yeah i mean you've nailed it there i mean you talk about the social media aspects and having to put all that content out the expectation demand is daily daily pull back the veil upon your life and show us everything. And uh, it is, of course, incredibly difficult for most people, let alone most bands, to do. Do you think you can find a way, not not necessarily to do that, but to enjoy doing it, which is often the more important aspect of it? To be honest, I think I think we could. Uh, it's obvious, like I say, obviously, you know, if, if it's difficult when, especially like, when, like say, when you've got like the full time job outside of this. Like, obviously, you know, you it's not that glamorous. You know, you work in nine to five. Like, what? the post sort of thing and then you know mm. I, I'm like you know if you if you've got if, if if even if you've got a good picture or whatever that you want to you want to post or something like you can spend half an hour you know uh try to think of a caption for it you know and then deleting the caption and re rewriting it and all that um and obviously you know if like you know obviously the dream is doing this full time you know obviously when you've got more stuff to post and you know you've got that sort of thing like obviously yeah i imagine it's you know great doing all that stuff but i doubt it's that fun uh you know posting every day of you behind a desk sort of thing <laughs> writing out emails or yeah ideally it's it's the more we do the easier it'll get because we've got more to post about but it's when it gets to around video time and stuff like like now um with the with the gig we played on saturday um it's very easy we've got content for ages right now because we've just oh. edited so many videos um you know from the from the ep show and you know clips from the music videos extra things that we we filmed because when we film videos we end up filming so much so so much like we just can't mm. even get into into the video because we like i said we're visual storytellers and how um how we generally tend to edit the videos with um with our pretty much partner um is uh breakpoint media um is he'll come around to my place he'll get everything um on 
on my setup and then we'll edit together. It'll put all of the story clips together and then add the band stuff on top of that. So we have a full story underneath that pretty much gets covered up by the band band shots. So um, yeah, we've got more to post from that, thankfully. And like I say, it's just, it's a little bit gutting when we are doing music videos and then we'll, we'll come back load it all onto the computer and then there's hours of footage and we're just like how are we going to fit this into three minutes <laughs> oh, oh. So, yeah thanks. and then nobody fa- films any behind the scenes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we're always just all guns all guns blazing like when it comes to video there's no no time to get anyone to do um like behind the scenes stuff of course or if we've paid an extra person to come do behind the scenes that's an extra cost to us all of course yeah, it's it, normally it's it's a fairly guerrilla operation when we're doing videos. It's like you've got four hours in here, get in, get your story done, get your band shots, get out. And the last one was shot in front of an arts and crafts day. So yeah, that was. <laughs> you make it at work, and the end result has proven to be incredible, considering all the limitations that you've got. Of course, something like a social media manager would be fantastic, but who the hell can afford that unless you are the giants of the scene? But you do have stuff coming up still to promote, thankfully, and I'm going to do a little bit of it here, London. On Saturday, the 13th of May. Oh, you're at Incineration Fest. I'm going to be there. Can't wait oh, to see you guys. Yes, indeed. I love that festival. Yeah. yeah, and you're doing the Dev as well, which is a wonderful, wonderful place to drink. Alongside that, what does the rest of 2023 look like that you can talk about? Um, it's pretty exciting so yeah, far. Yeah, it's really exciting so far. Um, um, don't really know how much we can... Ah, well, there it is. I mean, we've now we've got... We've got another music video coming out. We can at least definitely say that. That's that's understandable with the EP. Um, at the moment, if anyone's... Well, people should be paying attention, of course. Um, but the the discovering that uh, we just released on Friday, um, that was part one, as uh, indicated on the, uh, on the song title. And mm-hmm. then the next one is going to be The Becoming, which is the last song on the EP. Uh, which is part two to that. So we're hoping to wrap up the story that we started telling um, in 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 the discovering. So yeah, if, if people are wanting to get behind it, of course, then go out, check out the discovering and you know, see see what story we've started to build there. And then we'll be ideally paying that off in uh, the becoming once we've uh, once we've got all that together and edited and what have you. I think the rest is hush hush at the minute. <laughs> yeah. Well, so say no more. You use the word exciting. That's all I want to hear. That you do have you do have stuff going on, and it's going to be good. We will wait and see. Cannot wait. All right, fellas, we reached a point in the interview where we change things up now, and this is a faster paced, quick fire, random set of questions that are pulled out, taken from a pool of about five hundred. They can be nonsensical. They can be serious. Take it in turns, please, to uh, answer as you see fit. And uh, yeah, we'll get started with a nice, easy one. What is something you'd like to achieve? Would veiled before 2023 is over. I would say play a festival, but we are playing incineration. So um before 2023 is over, I would I'd like to play a full tour. I'd like to get that get out of the way. Get it out of the way. <laughs> get it out of the way. It's just it's just in the back of my mind right now. It's like I want to get it get it going. Just wants to get it done. Yeah. <laughs> How about you? You got one? Um, yeah, I mean, I'd say a tour, I, I would have also said a festival, but obviously, you know, Incineration yeah, Fest coming yeah, up, so that's already one of them gone. So, yeah, I would just say tour too. Oh, you could cheat, say Incineration Fest because it hasn't happened yet until you've done well, it. I will then say, it's I'll, take that one, I'll take that one, man. 
All right, what was the last uh, video game, if you played them, that you played that you got lost in, spent hours with, basically? Mine was Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. Fantastic game. Uh, I've just completed uh, Resident Evil 8. Both games you can spend a lot of damn time with. <laughs> definitely, definitely. I sank about 300 hours into Elden Ring. I just got absolutely immersed in that thing. Yeah, pretty sure that's anyone that played story, absolutely. Um, where do you stand then on the is there life out there possibility? 100%. Silly to think there isn't. <laughs> yeah, stupid to think there isn't. Fantastic. What's one of your earliest memories of hearing a heavy song? Oh, my. <laughs> I know exactly the moment. The heaviest song I heard at the time, it was Pretender by the Food Fighters. And I thought that was so goddamn heavy at the time. I was like, I need more of this. It was amazing. I think my first one was either Bullet for My Valentine or Him. One of the many songs by the, <laughs> by the every song by them. Uh, yeah. And that, that was the heaviest at the time anyway. The first heaviest. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. Um, okay, what's an overrated horror movie, in your opinion? Overrated. Mm. Mm. See, I love horror films, but mm. I'm not a massive fan of Jaws. Ooh, oh, interesting. All right. Mm. Not really a horror movie for this, I, I am. It's just whatever. Well, it's I, I like modern horrors rather than the rather than the classical horrors. So you like well, yeah, well, I like so I like like the conjuring that that sort of stuff. But um, I guess I gotta say it like Friday, Friday the Thirteenth, oh. Nightmare on Elm Street. I'm hey. just I'm not a big fan of slashes. I'm sorry. Okay, no, no, it's cool, it's cool. If Can you even say Nightmare on Elm Street? A thrasher, a slasher, a slasher. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I'm not into those, those <laughs> ones. I like the more the most supernatural sort of stuff. Like Twilight. Yeah. <laughs> if you could work with any current living musician who would you choose that is a question does it have to be metal no no any musician no absolutely not kodak black kodak black okay um if it were me it'd have to be Raul reynolds and Shikari. Oh, wow. Amazing shouts. Both of you. That's incredible. Okay. Um, what's one... This is a serious one, so you're going to have to really think about this. What's one thing you would change in the music industry that could benefit everyone? Bars not taking merch cuts. Yeah. Oh, there it's it is. That's the hottest it? topic of now, isn't it? We'll get into the politics there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the band politics. Yeah, definitely that. I would change merch cuts. Is is not the one. Yeah, uh, outside of the people that own the bars that are doing it, I don't think anyone's going to disagree with you. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's like share what? the. I would say share the uh, bar cuts as well. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> What's a mild conspiracy theory that you could be convinced could be true? Mark Zuckerberg being a lizard. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Birds are government spies. Oh, that's a good one, that. That's a good one. Oh, you brought up... You <laughs> invoke Zuckerberg. This is going to end up on Facebook at some point or another. <laughs> oh, um, uh, I like it. I like it. If you were to one day make 
a full concept album where a subject matter that you'd like to focus on that's way out of the norm for you, what would it be? Out of the norm for us. Mm. Happiness. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know. I'd kind of like to do some alien stuff. I mean, I know that's kind of uh, a little bit typical of the like gent genre as of such like being being that stuff but i'd I'd like to do some really weird like signs kind of alien alien stuff i like cloverfield that'd be kind of cool fun fun i love it all right last one and it's back to horror i'm afraid what is a horror movie trope or cliche that you may have actually experienced in life you've caught us there yeah yeah the car not starting falling down when running away oh jesus christ i I was (laughs) the show on saturday (laughs) i went to get a mcdonald's with um with just just you know lubricate the pipes before make sure i'm not going to feel sick later on and then as soon as i went to turn the turn the car on to set off to the gig nothing i was just like oh god no why today why today why today? So I called our, our photographer slash videographer, Stephen in Breakpoint Media. He's a bit of a car nut as well. He, he came over and like, okay, let me see. It's probably your battery, not the battery. Mm. And then he gets on the phone. Who are you calling? Oh, just a mechanic. I'm like, oh God, it's serious. Mm. It's serious. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's probably, probably the closest I've got to a horror movie trope in real life. <laughs> it's just like that, that moment. It's like, you need everything to be going right. And it's like, oh my God, why today? Why today? Yeah, the killer's advancing on the car. You need yeah. it to start. <laughs> yeah. Got one? I I, I I literally can't think of one. Have you ever had a cat scare? We've heard a noise and then it's been a cat. I, I get scared of everything, mate. <laughs> paranoid about everything. So everything could be a horror thing to me. Like, He's terrified. If, if I just walk around the corner and see somebody, I jump. <laughs> I'm apologizing. <laughs> I think my amazing. whole life's a horror movie. <laughs> well, segueing, you know it's not a horror experience. It is, of course, The Black Rite. It's out now. Do go listen to it, folks. It's five tracks, it's a new EP by Veiled and it is incredible do not miss out on this and watch closely for what they're going to do if you're at Incineration Fest you are going to make sure get there down to the dev and see you guys play there Jed thank you so much for taking the time to do this I really appreciate it no thank you mate thank you we'll have to grab a drink at Incineration as well yeah definitely thank you very much for watching if you liked what you saw please help us out by giving us a thumbs up and hitting that subscribe button if you really liked what you saw Consider donating to keep the website and channel running by buying us a coffee via our coffee page or picking up some merch from our Big Cartel store. You can check us out on gbhbell.com as well as via our social media, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. As well as listen to our interviews via SoundCloud, Apple Music and Spotify. Just search for GBHBL. Games, horror and heavy metal. What else is life for?